Hello and welcome to the 10-Minute Play Podcast, where we present to you a new play in just 10 minutes. My name is Everett Robert, and I am your host. Tonight's production is one of my own pieces, originally performed by Emu Theatre Company in Lawrence, Kansas in 2015. This is Warning Shots, as performed by Jocelyn Goodwin. I miss my father every day. I miss his smile and his hugs. I miss the tenderness this rough, huge sailor showed his only daughter. But it's his stories I miss the most. One of my father's stories, my favorite story, was about how when he was sailing, they once came upon a ship that wasn't flying a flag, how they had to shoot a shot across the bow, a warning shot, to get the ship to show its colors. How exciting, I remember thinking, must be to see the cannonball streak across the sky, across the bow of a ship and splash into the azure waters. I never dreamed I would one day see a warning shot, let alone live it. We knew how important Kansas was to the future of the United States, but we didn't know it was the warning shot of the war. I was seven years old when it happened the first time. Cities and towns had sprung up around Kansas as pro-slavery and anti-slavery forces poured in, like rainwater filling up an empty basin. Leavenworth and Atchison, the seats of power for border ruffians, became bitter rivals with the residents of Lawrence and Topeka, where jayhawkers, like my father, settled. The border ruffians set up a small cannon outside of Lawrence. They said that the one hotel in the town, the Free State Hotel, was a fort, that we were rebels opposing the territorial government. High above the plain, two flags rose. A blood-red Southern Rights flag floated side by side with the stars and stripes. That day, cannonball after cannonball flew into the city, and by nightfall, the hotel was a smoldering ruin. The town was almost completely deserted when these men stormed in and looted and stole whatever they could. As they left, they burned down the home of our first governor, Charles Robinson, the same home they used as their personal fort and headquarters. After that, my father was a different man, and that was before the war, before Quantrill. Seven years passed. Seven years we watched the world around us change. Seven years where we hoped and prayed that the war was gone from us and moved back to the east and south, back to the likes of Bull Run and Gettysburg. After the attack in 1855, the town was diligent and watchful, careful and vigilant to threats and rumors of war. But by the summer of 63, not a single threat had emerged. Our fears declined and our defense relaxed. On the morning of August 21st, 1863, groups of riders approached Lawrence from the east. As they arrived on Mount Oread, the men, three to four hundred strong, descended into the town in a fury. Over four hours, they pillaged and set fire to the town. They spared even fewer men than they did buildings. They dragged families out of home and killed men and boys who were able-bodied to fight. That was the day I watched my father die a second and final time. Men, boys really, some as young as 13, kicked the door of our home in and dragged my father and mother out of their bed, my mother holding my sleeping baby brother. They pulled me out next. It was hot that summer, but in the moment I've never felt such cold. They hated us, not because of who we were, but because of what we believed. The sounds of my father's cries will haunt me until the day I die. He held my mother, who was holding my brother, and pled for mercy. If they gave him any mercy, 
it was that his execution was swift. The horrors I saw, they will live with me forever. A swath of death I pray will never be reproduced. Unarmed men and boys killed. Men who surrendered under promises of safety gunned down while the killers left. Bobby Martin, a quiet boy, all of 12 years old, dressed in clothing made of his father's uniform, was killed by a boy named Riley, who himself was only 13. War, I decided, is not about people. It's not even about ideas. It's about not knowing people and not seeing them for who they are. War is about seeing your enemy as you want to see them, as something less than human, something vile to be destroyed. I learned something in Lawrence. I learned that warning shots do not serve to warn, but only serve to destroy. They cause ripples in the water that spread out further and further and destroy everything around them. Some people think the Civil War started in 1861, but I know that it really started in 1855 with the first cannon shot fired at the Free State Hotel. By 1863, when the war returned to us, and by 1865, when a president lay dead, that so-called warning shot had caused a ripple great enough to rip a once-proud country into two. If Kansas was indeed the warning shot to all of that, then it seems no one heeded the warning. That was Warning Shots, written by yours truly, Everett Robert, performed by Jocelyn Goodwin, direction by William Goodwin, copyright 2015, Emergency Room Productions. You can find out more about Warning Shots at emergencyroomproductions.com or look for Everett Robert or Warning Shots on the new Play Exchange at newplayexchange.com. Music for this episode was provided by Movie Theater. The song is called Goodnight Kiss, is licensed under an attribution, non-commercial license. You can find out more about Movie Theater at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash movie theater. Thank you for listening to the 10-Minute Play Podcast, where we present to you a new play in 10 minutes or less. The 10-Minute Play Podcast is copyright 2018 Emergency Room Productions, hosted by Everett Robert. Please leave a review on iTunes or Spotify if you enjoyed this production. More information on Emergency Room Productions can be found at emergencyroomproductions.com or on Facebook backslash emergencyroomproductions or on Twitter at E.E. E. Robert.